Hi. Hi. Welcome to Ghoul Gals. My name's Cassandra. And I'm Julie. And we're going to talk about curses. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you, you voted for it. We got it. We're giving it you. to you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there are a lot of cursed things in the world, mm-hmm. uh, which we've talked about a few cursed things like um, the painting, the ha- hands... The hands, oh, the hands remember him. Behind you. <laughs> I think it's the hands, the hands remember remember you. Him him. Something. It's yeah, the hands up. It's touch up title. The hands um, eat you. Whatever you know. In the painting episode, the one that I talked about uh-huh. was a curse to painting. Yeah, the cursed people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so was yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting when I was looking up things for curses. Um, mm-hmm. I saw a couple of cursed paintings that I had seen when we were doing the painting episode, and I was yeah. like, "Wait a minute! Yeah, that's not what I'm looking for." Yeah, no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the um, got doll. From the the cave doll from that oh one. Oh my god! Very early episode. Mm, the, the swamp the cave s- doll. Stupid! It wasn't a swamp. Mm, she made it smell. Oh, like she swamp made it smell house. like swamp. That's right. God, that was the scariest doll story yeah. that I've ever heard in my whole life. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up again. <laughs> <laughs> well, just don't you 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 know what to do and I, what not to do. You're right? fine. I gotta face my fears too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just don't go into caves and pick up random things that <laughs> Done. you find. Check and check. That's, I would never do that. Yeah. What, what is that saying? Leave only footprints. <laughs> take only take photos. Take only photos. Mm-hmm. And don't even do that sometimes. <laughs> you know, taking a picture could be bad. So mm-hmm. anyway, there are a lot of things are cursed Yeah. Uh, in this world. <laughs> so... Um, it was weird looking through things and kind of being like, well, that's a, that's a, a nice curse, but it's not, you know, <laughs> that it's not a good, good one. But not good enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not what I'm looking for. Um, so I actually was going to do just like a list of random curses. And then I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'll find something. Nice. And um, then I was like, I couldn't find anything. So then I was like, <laughs> I'll do the Hope Diamond. Oh. Because we have seen that in real life. You and I have at the Smithsonian. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Me too? I mean, I think so. You were there on the trip. Uh, yeah. We went, I bet we went I did. to Washington, D.C. I have the worst memory. I literally only remember seeing, um, there was like a really cool old puppet. Yeah. From like an old 1950s or 40s or 50s TV show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nice, a puppet. <laughs> and that's all I remember for that entire trip. <laughs> Our eighth grade trip to Washington, D.C. Yeah, um, I, I remember seeing the Hope Diamond because I was like, oh man, this is going to be so cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like seeing the Mona Lisa. It's like, Ugh, whatever. Disappointing. You know? Yeah, it's like, oh, a gemstone, big fucking deal. <laughs> Um, it just made me feel like I was looking at the the necklace from Titanic. Oh my gosh, yes. That like blue, <laughs> giant blue sapphire. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be cooler because it was on the movie The Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I ended up not doing that because mm-hmm. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> uh, so I landed on Screaming Skulls. What? Which... I had never heard of in my life. I have neither. Neither. I have not I have heard of neither. them either. <laughs> nor have I. <laughs> I have neither, neither. Nor have I. <laughs> I was shocked that I hadn't heard about them because they're um, like haunty kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, anyway, so I found like I had one story that I found and I was like, oh, okay, I'll do this story. And then I found out there are a few different Screaming Skull stories. Ooh. So I was like, okay, so I've got a few of them for you. Nice. Um, and I'm really excited because they're weird. Excellent. Um, Screaming Skulls are a staple in British folklore. Mm. And they kind of vary. So it's not all, not all Screaming Skulls are scary despite having, like, the scariest... <laughs> Most most metal punk rock name. name. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's, yeah. Oh, we're on the same page. Awesome. <laughs> Screaming skull. 
Uh, some will bring luck to their household, and others promise doom. So the origins are unclear, but the skull is usually found in homes that are, like, centuries old. And the skull has usually been there that long. So it's like a real physical skull? Yeah. Yeah, like a real person's skull. Yes. Yeah, not just like a little painting or a little <laughs> totem. No, no. <laughs> and so the the skull will have its own like niche in 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 a wall, or it'll be placed on like a hearth or a windowsill or something. So it's like prominently featured. Yeah. In a home, it's not hidden away or anything. It's not like stored in a cupboard. Under no circumstances should the skull be disturbed or moved. Fair. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I feel like that's common sense, but then, mm-hmm. but people will like, people decorate. are stupid, yeah, <laughs> do terrible things. Mm-hmm. If the skull is disturbed or moved, then outbreaks of paranormal poltergeist-like phenomena will plague the residents of the house until the skull is put back in its favorite place. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I'm in. I want to be a screaming skull, and I. Don't. I know. Me too. And I, I was just, I didn't read, like, the article, but there's, you, it's not as easy as you would think to, like, bequeath your skull to someone. Rats. Which is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's my skull. Let me do what I want with right? it. Right? Um, so the first story I came across is the one that got me here in the first place, which is The Screaming Skull of Burton Agnes Hall. Oh, long name. Did you think it was a person's name? Yeah. Because I did too, but it's not. It's the name of the house. Burton Agnes? Burton Agnes Hall. No. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I literally wrote, Burton Agnes Hall is a manor house in East Yorkshire, (laughs) England. Not a name, FYI. (laughs) Good, because I needed that. Because I assumed that it was just a really cool English name. I did too. Hmm. And then, it's not. It's a waste of a name (laughs) on a building? Hmm. Um... So legend has it that during 1601 to 1610, Sir Henry Griffith financed the construction of a splendid manor house in East Yorkshire in the village of Burton Agnes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Sir Henry had three daughters, the youngest of whom was named Anne. Um, Initially, Anne would take strolls around the manor during its construction and was super, like, excited like she was excited to live there she loved watching it being built it looked beautiful already and she was just super into it which i would be too yeah right if i had my own manor house being built i'd be into it god i love that (laughs) (laughs) so one day she was attacked by some thieves (gasps) and i just want to point out that one article called them bullies (laughs) which I thought was hilarious. It's not exactly untrue. Like, it's not a wrong use of that, I suppose. I guess. But, like, so I'm picturing, like, schoolyard bullies. Yeah. But it's really, like, a gang of thieves. Oh, no. (laughs) This is not just a bunch of, like, tween... No. Jerks? No. Mm -hmm. No, it's probably fully grown men. Like, look at this rich bitch. (laughs) Let's take her money or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um... I don't know what they said. <laughs> I don't know what they said exactly. <laughs> so she was attacked by these thieves in a nearby park, and they hit her on the head with a stick before running away. What? That's so mean. Yeah. They already took all of her stuff, and then they hit her with a stick? Mm-hmm. Rude. Yeah. A few villagers found her and left her in the care of her sisters, who immediately started nursing her. Good. Trying to get her back to health. Mm-hmm. However... Knowing that she was on her deathbed, <gasps> Anne made one wish. <laughs> and, okay, so here's another note. Most articles had this part summarized. Mm-hmm. But this one particular article had, like, a d- direct quote, mm. which I don't know how they got it. <laughs> or if they're just, like, imagining that this is what she said. <laughs> I love it. And it's great. So I kept that part in. Good. Word so for word. I'm going to read it. Sisters, she said, never shall I sleep peacefully in my grave in the churchyard unless I, or a part of me at least, remain here in our beautiful home as long as it lasts. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Promise me this, dear sisters, that when I am dead, my head 
shall be taken from my body and preserved within these walls. Ooh! Not literally literally within the walls, but yeah, within the house. in the house. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> I mean... Can you imagine I, yeah. hearing that? Right? <laughs> We're just talking about how great it would be to have a skull... To be the skull, I guess, mm-hmm. in the room. Yeah. But think about the logistics of that, too. Yeah. Like, you'd have to do stuff. You'd have to slice off a head. Yeah, you'd have to decapitate mm. a corpse. Mm-hmm. Um, do probably... you wait for it to be a skull first? Probably not, because it would be, like, years. Yeah, it would take way too decay. long. You'd have to, like you would with, like, if you found um, animal remains and you Ugh. wanted to keep the bones. No. You'd have to, like, remove Ugh. the skin remove everything Blech. down to the bone are there people bleach it during that time are there people now also that, <laughs> that that is their job it would be like a taxidermist but like with a twist like painting with a twist but taxidermy with a twist <laughs> i don't think so because i don't think you can do that yeah, it, and yeah i don't think it's legal yeah i don't because like like i was saying you you can't just bequeath your skull to someone yeah which is stupid but <laughs> i so i don't think i mean there might be people who can do it oh and gosh. will do it. Yeah. But pro- they probably don't, like, have a business doing <laughs> They don't advertise the <laughs> yeah. fact that they do it. Yeah, it's all mm. under the table. Mm. Mm-hmm. Their front is taxidermy. <laughs> nice. But, in fact, what they're really good at, what they really love to do, is human taxidermy. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. This is it. all made I'm up. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> no, it's for It's real. <laughs> I'm taking it as full truth now, okay. um, and I want to find. I mean, that there's would do it. so many weirdos out there. So. Oh yeah, yeah. There's about to. There's be yeah. How many billions of people in the world? There's at least a couple <laughs> that would be willing to do that. <laughs> Here, let it forever remain, and on no account be removed. Mm. Is what she's continuing to say. <laughs> uh-huh. And understand and make it known to those who, in future, shall become possessors of the house. That if they disobey this, my last injunction, my spirit shall, if so able and so permitted, make such a disturbance within its walls, so as to render it uninhabitable for others, so long as my head is divorced from its homo. (laughs) (laughs) From its homo. Wow, interesting. <laughs> what a way to say that. Why would you put, why would you say my head homo? Is so divorced from my homo. <laughs> huh. Wow. <laughs> this is no homo, but like between your head and your body. <laughs> <laughs> your head flies away. No homo. God. Oh, oh, I love that quote so much. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where, it's just, it blows my mind that it was included in this article. Uh, Yeah. As, like, a direct quote. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, her sisters agreed to her final yearn, which is also a direct quote from this article. Perfect. (laughs) And succumbed to death, but her sisters failed (gasps) to keep the promise made to her. Finding it impossible to mutilate the corpse of their beloved sister... They had her buried at the Burton Agnes Church. That's why you, like, I understand why it would be hard for them to do it. That's why you pay someone else to do it for you. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think, I'm, I can't imagine that they were like, oh, we have to do this ourselves. <laughs> I, they probably, Where's the shovel? <laughs> someone get it. me an axe. Um, I think that they just, the thought of anyone doing it. I think it's just the thought of it in general was horrifying to them. Yeah. Could Which be. is fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Soon after, the manor of Burton Agnes was haunted by, quote, strange moaning and weird sounds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's pissed. Uh-huh. The servants refused to work any longer. Plagued by the hauntings, the two sisters decided to dig up Anne's corpse <gasps> And abide by her dying request. Ooh. So if they had done this in the first place, then they wouldn't have to deal with this. Instead, they have to dig up her rotten corpse, <laughs> which has not been embalmed. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Everything about this is horrible. Yeah. yeah. But I also love it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I can't believe that I, that I found this thing that I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. Like, this is right up my alley. I love it. As they unearthed the body, they were surprised to find the skull already disinterred and 
rendered devoid of flesh. What? She was ready. <laughs> She's like, I have been waiting here. <laughs> the already perturbed ladies had the skull placed back inside the hall, and peace was restored. Oh my gosh. But it's not done there yet. Good. <laughs> One day, a skeptical maid servant wrapped the skull in a piece of cloth and threw it onto a passing wagon carrying manure. <gasps> what? <laughs> So first of all, what kind of fucking maid is this that she's like, <laughs> screw this curse. Yeah. I'm going to take this from my fam- my employer's home mm-hmm. and just toss it just into it. a literal pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. What, ki- who, what kind of maid has the audacity? Oh yeah. How could you be so bad at your job? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm outraged <laughs> for Anne. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So eerily, the horses who were pulling the wagon of manure uh, trembled and found themselves unable to move the wagon even an inch. The wagon stood still until the maid admitted her misdeed and restored the skull. Again, during a later period, when another occupant of Burton Agnes Hall buried the skull in the yard, wails and cries Mm. resumed and they were forced to restore the skull again. Oh my gosh. Oh. She's powerful. Mm -hmm. That's a good curse. Yeah. It is believed that at some point in time, an occupant of the manor had the skull bricked up in a wall so that it may never again be removed. Mm. Although the current location of the skull is unknown, it is believed to reside hidden somewhere behind the very walls of the manor. (sighs) In one of the many rooms of the haunted house stays a portrait of Anne Griffith. And strange occurrences are reported in its vicinity. Mm. On one instance, a certain John Biltons uh, had been attempting to spend a night at the hall when his candle was suddenly blown out <gasps> as he was trying to observe the portrait. Ooh. <laughs> She's like, don't look at me. Yeah. Like, Yikes. but like, can you imagine like holding the candle right in front of her face mm-hmm. and then <laughs> yeah. like it gets blown out. <laughs> <laughs> and then her portrait is just like, oh. <laughs> like just blows it right out yeah, of his face. It would be like a Harry Potter yes, like portrait. A moving portrait. Yeah, I love it. He was unable to light it again despite repeated attempts. Mm. The same night, he was met with weird and violent noises that convinced him the house was haunted. Many witnesses have also reported seeing the specter of a headless woman haunting mm. the building's halls. Mm. Which don't re- that doesn't really fit in with her whole thing, mm-hmm. um, you know. She just wanted her skull to be there. Yeah, she wouldn't need to haunt otherwise. Yeah, yeah. unless the skull was removed, mm-hmm. then maybe. But it hasn't been in, in right. years. Well, you had said something kind of about how they like a very specific spot. So maybe since she was moved to a different spot, she's like, "That's well, true." I'm not going to give you full haunting. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to like pepper in a tiny mm-hmm. bit of haunting, just so you know that I'm unhappy. Yeah, I won't do any of the like screaming or crying, <laughs> <laughs> but I will walk around occasionally <laughs> and just moan like the yeah. littlest bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad I'm dead. <laughs> I didn't get to enjoy this house at all. <laughs> <laughs> but now, ironically, I'm trapped here forever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, I guess that could be because they bricked it up. So maybe she's like, put my skull on display. Yeah. <laughs> put my thing back where it came from. <laughs> or so help or me. So help me. So, or so help you. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so that was the first one. Uh-huh. The second one is, the the first one I have to say is the best one by far. That was fantastic. Um, so it only goes downhill <laughs> from here. <laughs> the, the next one is called Bettiscombe Manor, which is the ancestral home of the Pinney family and built on very ancient ground. Oh, no. Yeah. The story goes that when Isaiah Pinney which is a terrible name. So bad. Uh, was due to be hanged, drawn, and quartered. What? For his part in the failed Monmouth Rebellion of 1685, which I didn't look it up. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're not a history podcast. I'm here for the skull, not for the history. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was a little curious, but then I was like, oh, 1685, that was so long ago. Yeah. There's probably like, I mean, there's still like pirates around back then, you know, it's just 
completely mayhem. unrelated. Like yeah. I can't I can't relate to this. <laughs> a swift bribe ensured he was instead whisked away to the colonies to be an indentured servant in the Caribbean. Speaking of pirates. Oh no. <laughs> Clearly being a man of, quote, sterner stuff, end quote, gross, Zaya eventually became a rich plantation owner uh, on the Isle of Nevis. Um, many years later, a descendant of Zaya returned to Bettiscombe in the company of a slave. The slave, used to uh, tropical climate, Fair. was not much taken with the wind and rain-swept Dorset landscape and was soon on his deathbed. Oh no! Yeah. I was like, fair enough. It sucks. Yeah, comparatively. Oh yeah. But like, oh my god. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. So not a good um, situation for this poor guy. Yeah. Uh, his dying wish was that his remains be returned home for burial. Mm. And right, not I'm like already it. like no. No, they're not going to do it. Mm. And. Added to this entreaty was a warning not to fail him. If his wish were to be ignored, then the house would have no peace. Yes. Yeah. Well, the Penny family ignored him. Of course. And like, they're, yeah, they're, so they're like, I'm not about to spend all this money sending this dead body of mm. this slave that I had mm. back to his home. Yeah. In the Caribbean. That was a bad idea, guys. Mm-hmm. If, there's a, if there's ever a last wish, just do it. Yeah, just, I mean, especially, yeah. like, just put his, well, I was going to be just put the, put the old bones on to a ship that's going there anyway. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll keep it out of the way of everything else. Right. But then I was like, well, it might, I mean, that'll take them, like, months yeah. to get there. The so. smell, the everything. Yeah. So, uh, they ignored him, and he was buried in the local churchyard. Mm. Soon, the halls of Bettiscombe were disturbed by unearthly screams and unexplained happenings. Yes, haunt them. (laughs) The broken promise was recalled, and the unfortunate slave's remains were dug up. His bones were brought to the hall, and at once the disturbing phenomena ceased. Oh, which I don't understand. Really. Yeah, you'd think that he would have to go back to right. the Caribbean to make that work. Yeah. Um, only his skull now remains and was set in a niche in a chimney up in the attic. Hmm. Which also doesn't make sense to no, me. No, I would be pissed. Yeah. I'd be like, are you up there. kidding me? <laughs> All this, you could see how haunted I can make your house. Yeah. I'm Do just, better. I'm just bones now. So just put me on a ship. Right. And send me over there. So easy. Put him in an envelope, send him away. <laughs> now you can put him in a barrel. Right. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So if anyone is stupid enough to try to take it away from where it's been hanging out, mm-hmm. it is said to scream and cause agricultural disaster and oh. also causes death within a year. What? Of the person who removes it. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. So that's Those stakes are high. Yeah. Like entire agricultural disaster. (laughs) Screaming is one thing, but (laughs) (laughs) disaster and yeah, and then death Mm -hmm. is no good. No, thank you. Yeah. So then the the last one is uh, Wardley Hall. Mm. And there are two stories to explain this one. Ooh. Don't know which one is true. I guess you'll have to <laughs> decide for yourself. Love it. Um, the first claims that in the reign of Charles II, a, a man named Roger Downs was a notorious rake. Ooh, yeah. I love me a notorious rake. Me too. I was just reading a book about a rake. Nice. <laughs> Wait, like a rake like a man? A or like a rake like a... Like a gardening tool. A rake like a man. Good. Okay. A rake with heart of gold. <laughs> I'm still just picturing a rake from your backyard. Oh my gosh. No, no. It's got like a full human heart attached <laughs> to the middle and it's made of gold. It's made of literal gold. 24 karat. <laughs> God. Okay. So one night in 1676... Mm. Downs was walking on London Bridge with some acquaintances when he boasted that he would attack the next person he met. Why? 
This is a he's bad a rake. rake. Yeah, he does not have a heart of gold. He is like a heart like, of coal. Oh, ooh, <laughs> it was harsh. Yeah. If I don't get haunted for that one, uh, you probably won't. <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> he was true to his word, uh, and he killed an innocent tailor. So just this man walking down the bridge at the same time mm. as them, he killed him. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunately, his next intended victim. A Thames Waterman. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm, pic- I'm picturing like a um, a Wadianoi. Yeah, a waterman. Yeah, I was man picturing who lives like in the water. Aquaman, but like British, <laughs> but, like, but yeah. worse. Yeah, instead of being in the sea, he's in the Thames River, <laughs> which is disgusting, swampy. Yeah, um, he was no pushover. And not only did he get the better of Downs, Good. but he succeeded in decapitating <gasps> him and tossing his body into the Thames. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh my gosh. In a super macabre twist, Downs' severed head was returned to his sister at Wardley Hall. Oh, no. Can you imagine getting that package? <laughs> like UPS delivery yeah. and you're like, ooh, what's this? <laughs> and it's your brother's severed head. <laughs> didn't even know he was dead probably <laughs> your butler's like i have good news and bad news good news is your brother's home <laughs> bad news it just like shows a severed head <laughs> with like a like a cartoonish like awkward face like <laughs> a <Sadie>. um <laughs> i thought you were going to say i have good news and bad news good news is your brother's dead <laughs> I mean, he was a rake. Or good news, you have a package. Bad news, <laughs> it's your brother. Uh, so yeah, it's a, bu- a bummer. Um, although he seems like a dick, I'm sure he wasn't a good brother. Oh yeah, I'm sure he was terrible. Um, the head was duly buried, and then the boisterous bachelor mm. took, haunting, took to haunting the hall in order to convey his displeasure at being displaced. <laughs> This sounds like a real asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Consequently, his skull found a permanent resting place in a niche on the stairs. And Harmony returned to Wardley. Good, (laughs) I guess. However, in 1799, when Roger Downs' coffin was opened, his head was found to be firmly attached (gasps) to his body. What? Yeah. How? So this, who knows where this story came from? What? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so the alternative side to this story of the Wardley Hall skull is that it belongs to Father Ambrose Barlow, a Catholic martyr. And this is the view of the Catholic Church, apparently. So Okay. Yeah. During the 17th century, it was not... Uh, such a good thing to be seen as Catholic. Uh, However, certain parts of the country still held enclaves, Lancashire being one. Ambrose Barlow was said to have been conducting a Catholic mass on Sunday, the 25th of April, when a mob led by a Protestant preacher carried him off to jail, which is spelled G-A-O-L. Oh, nice, like in (laughs) Ireland. Yeah. Uh, he was hanged, drawn, and quartered on <gasps> September 10th. <gasps> that was yesterday. What? Yeah, 1641. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it happened yesterday? <laughs> um, whoa. Yeah. Mm. Weird. As was the custom, his head was displayed as a warning to others and was set upon a spike in Manchester. Eventually, the head was saved by a Catholic sympathizer Mm. and returned to Wardley Hall to be revered as a holy relic. Yeah, which is Uh, dark. Weird, yeah. (laughs) It was lost for a time and then rediscovered in the 1740s and the Screaming Skull legend began shortly after that. Mm. In 1782, Thomas Barrett wrote, uh, From time out of mind, the occupiers of Wardley Hall have had a superstitious veneration for the skull, mm. not permitting it to be removed from its place on the topmost step of the staircase. There is a tradition that if removed or ill-used, 
Some uncommon screaming and lamenting is heard, mm. and disturbances take place in many parts of the house. Yikes. I also love that they say uncommon screaming, <laughs> so you're like, you know, this is your average scream, mm-hmm. and then there's this scream. <laughs> you know, there's your Tuesday scream, and yeah, then there's, there's your skull there's your, scream. There's your normal human scream, and then there's a hellish demon scream <laughs> from the skull. Um, <laughs> Uh, in order to ensure that the skull was secure in its tenure, its continued presence was even a condition of the lease. Woof. Yeah. I don't know how I would feel about buying a house where, written in the lease, it was like, <laughs> you can't move this skull, this human uh, skull. Yeah. Don't touch it. Yeah. I'd be like, ooh, I'm going to touch it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to touch it. <laughs> um I would have to I would have to ask questions about it. Like I'd have to mm-hmm. I'd come over with like a pad of paper and be like, Okay, so can I pick it up and like look at it? Because yes. I've never held a human skull in my I hands. I would love before. to, yeah. I just wanna look mm-hmm. and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um what just like I, a nice friendly touch. Yeah, <laughs> not I'm, like not, a, I'm gonna put it right back down. I'm not yeah. like playing football with it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Tossing it to your friends. Hey, right. this out. monkey in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> But can like can can I pick it up and clean underneath it mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. You know? Like, how does it feel about Swiffer? Is it? There... <laughs> Would it mind a little tickle? <laughs> is there any kind of time frame where like I bring it downstairs to show show someone who can't go upstairs? Mm-hmm. I'm like, look at the skull, and then like, oh, you have to return it within ten minutes, or else it's gonna be mad. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so, huh. I I mean, I, I feel like if I found out there was a skull permanently on display in a house and it was in the lease that you couldn't touch it, I would be more interested in buying the house, for uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, me personally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I mean, where else am I going to get a skull? That's a pretty cool decoration. That is pretty cool. I'm like, oh, I like your, your uh, skull from Michael's. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> Actually, it's real. And it's 400 years old. (laughs) It's the skull of a rake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that that was the end of that story. But like I said, the origins are unclear. Like where this whole thing came from. Mm -hmm. Um, So there apparently are a lot of researchers that point to remnants of ancient Celtic legends. Mm. Um, Since most of most skulls are frequently displayed, like, facing doors, on hearths or windowsills, or even up in the rafters, um, all of which are liminal places and entry points, and possible entry points oh. for any malevolent spirits. Ooh, okay. So they're, like... Almost protecting. Yeah. So, right. like, they would have started out as, like, a protecting thing, and then eventually it seems like... Once these stories started getting written down, they changed into like a like a scary, haunted situation where like yeah. when it was um, when it was oral tradition, they were they brought good luck and they were protecting, they were guarding the house, but now it's like doom and gloom. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's that. That's so fantastic. I can't believe that I've never heard of that before. I know, me neither. It, yeah. It, I'm astounded, <laughs> truly. Because <laughs> I love I love haunting so much. Mm-hmm. And usually, I mean, the, the ones that I know are usually British in origin. Just, yeah, you know. Just for how. Because of Western culture, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I love it. So that's that. I love it. Now I want to come back as a skull. Yeah, I I want to. Um, Caitlin Doty, who who wrote like um, from here to eternity, hmm. and the the she works. She was a funeral home person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cremation um, girl, mortician. Yeah, mortician. Mm-hmm. That's the one. <laughs> um, she she is the one who said who like I think tweeted something about skulls. Um, and not being able to bequeath them to people. Oh man! <laughs> or, <laughs> um, so I'm gonna. I want to find that article and read it because yeah. I I would like to know. 
Yeah. That's something. I would love to know all of my options yeah. <laughs> when I leave yeah, this Yeah, I feel plane. like it's not fair. Right? That I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do what I want with my own skull. I can donate it to a school, but I can't give it to my friends. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> it's, this is my skull. <laughs> so today I'm going to talk about Busby's Stoop. Mm. Have you, did you watch Hey Arnold as a kid? Yes, I did. Um, do you remember Stoop Kid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not totally unlike Busby. this Busby fella. Hmm. Um, actually, yes, completely different. But, um, <laughs> so we're going to start the story in the late 1600s. Wow, weird. I know. Also in England. Uh, what? Yeah, right? Weird. What are the chances? A lot of cursing going on back then, I guess. Yeah. Um, or a lot of people who believe in curses. <laughs> true, 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 true. Also. Uh, so a currency counterfeiter named Daniel Audie uh, moved... <laughs> like Audie cars. Audi. <laughs> it's A-W-E-T-Y. Oh, then no. <laughs> or sometimes it's spelled A-U-T-Y. Oh. Audie. Um, moved to the small town of Kirkby Whisk. All these ridiculous English uh, names. Kirkby Whisk? Kirkby Whisk. Yeah. Uh, which is located along the river Whisk in North Yorkshire, England. Mine was in East Yorkshire. What the fuck? The, this, my That's so weird. This is probably friends with your skull. <laughs> probably. probably. They probably ran into each other. This Audi and... <laughs> and all the, like, cursed conventions. They're like, hey, it's Busby Stoop again. Get out of here. Which one was in Yorkshire? Was it the first one? Yeah. Yeah, the first one. The girl. Burton Agnes Hall. Weird. 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 So, (laughs) 1600s, a currency counterfeiter moved to this place. So, Adi needed a quiet place to conduct his illicit trade of faking currency. So, he purchased an old farm, which he converted into a perfect place to make his fortune. So, he built a huge underground room uh, and installed a large, complicated lock on it to keep unexpected visitors out. Oh, my God. Um, And he renamed his farm Danity Hall. Another hall. That's a terrible name. Danity? Danity. Is his name Daniel? D-N-O-T-T-Y. This yeah, is, Daniel. Oh, what a bitch. Danity Hall. Oh, God. This sounds like he's making meth. Like, in the modern day, that he would be a, a meth man. Oh, he definitely <laughs> a meth man. I don't know what they're called. Do they like have a, names? A, me- a meth man. A meth man. A meth man. <laughs> um, so, Adi had a daughter named Elizabeth, Uh-oh. and much to his chagrin... <laughs> um, a local man by the name of Thomas Busby oh, no. fell in love with her. Oh, Despite no. Audie's concerns over the union, the two were married. Soon, he and Busby became partners in the counterfeiting game, oh. uh, which was made pretty hard because Busby was a hard, hard drinker. Oh. Um, so this jerk Sounds shows up. Real dick. I mean, they both sound yeah like villains. Yeah, but um, yeah, for some reason, Busby is worse. Actually, you'll see why. So, um, so Busby and Elizabeth lived in a local inn a little ways down the road from Danity Hall, uh, which was ideal for Busby's uh, drinking habits, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that it's not going to end well for them. No. So, for some unknown reason, June of seventeen o two. Daniel Audi came to the inn to drag Elizabeth home and away from Busby for good. So oh. something must have happened. I mean, I can only imagine. Right. Yes, we know he's bad. He's yeah. no good. Yeah. So he, so she refused to budge until Busby got home um, because at that point he was out carousing somewhere else. Yeah. So she refused to leave. So father and daughter sat in the inn and waited until a very drunk Busby arrived home. The two men broke into an argument, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, Audie did not want his daughter associated with this drunkard at all, let alone be married to him. And the drunken Busby, though, was arguing about something else altogether. (laughs) Love this. In his drunken state, he wasn't concerned about Elizabeth. He didn't care about her at all. Oh, no. Busby was livid. That Audie 
had been sitting in his favorite chair. Oh my god. <laughs> what a full dick. <laughs> <laughs> so sometime during the, the argument, Audie began to storm, he stormed off uh-huh. uh, back to Danity Hall mm-hmm. uh, without his daughter. But Busby was still in a state. <laughs> I'm sure. And so fuming all night over what had happened, Busby stumbled his way the three miles to Danity Hall. What? And bludgeoned Audie <gasps> to death with one of the counterfeiting hammers. Oh, no. Yeah, right? That's I mean, not okay. the person I wanted to die in this story. No, me neither. I was like, okay, Busby's stool. That means he's going to die. But no, well, that's a big bummer. Yeah. Um... That sucks because, like, aside from the counterfeiting, mm-hmm. he seemed like a, you know, a, I mean... A fine person. From, he cares about his daughter. From the, the very small picture we have of him, mm-hmm. he seemed fine. Yeah. For all the things he could have been, like, he's yeah, trying to protect his daughter. For sure. he's He, he at least cares about her enough. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. He seems nice. But he's dead now. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're all dead at this point. But <laughs> yeah, still. true. Um, so Audie's body was eventually found... And Busby was charged with his murder. Good. After the trial found Busby guilty, of course, mm-hmm. he was hanged by the neck. Good. And his body was then cut down, dipped in pitch, and Ooh. hanged from a gibbet for all to see. So that specific creepy hanging. Do you know what a gibbet is? I'd have to look it up. It's like a specific weird wooden stake thing where they would put dead bodies to kind of warn other people, like, don't do what this dick did. So, <laughs> pitch is like mud, what, like tar. I know. Um, I, I've heard it, it before. Up. No, I've heard it before. Okay. Pitch is a viscoelastic polymer, which can be natural or manufactured, derived from petroleum, coal tar, or plants. Ew. So it's like uh, tar or asphalt. Mm. Gross. So yeah. I'm sure that was uh, gruesome. Yeah. Um, however, before the hanging, as he was being led to his execution, oh God. Uh, Busby decided to protect his most beloved possession, so he put a curse on his favorite chair. Oh my God, I hate Right, I hate the worst. Anyone who sat on it would die soon after. <laughs> the owner of the inn... A smart and conniving man nice. changed the name of the inn to the Busby Stoop Inn and told everyone to, who visited about the chair. Oh my god. Which stood in the exact same place where Busby liked to sit. It proved to be quite an attraction, actually. I'm sure. Because um, it combined the kind of morbid, grisly execution with like the idea of something being cursed. So mm-hmm. people were super into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like me. Yep. <laughs> um, but was it actually cursed? Or... Is this all just uh, hearsay? Yeah. If you believe the stories and the history of this chair, Mm -hmm. then it would seem like it almost certainly is. Oh, no. So it took the lives of a great many people, uh, and some people even count it as up to 63 people have died um, from sitting on it. Holy Lord. And it's like, they don't just like sit on it and then collapse to the ground dead. They like (laughs) sit on it, like laugh, like, ho-ho, I'm going to die today. And then later on something terrible happens. And then, ho-ho, they die (laughs) that day. They So so some of the more recent times, so this is all kind of post-World War II, um, there was a young builder apprentice who died soon after having lunch at the inn. His workmates dared him to sit on the chair, which he did, Mm -hmm. and later that day he fell through a roof and died. Because he's a builder. So a delivery man sat in the chair while it was stored in the cellar, uh, because at that point the owner um, was spooked, so he put it down in the cellar, and the delivery man was like, wait, what? There's a legend? Let me sit. No. Um, Later that day he died in a car crash. (gasps) Uh, when he lost control of his car, oh and it God. killed him uh, sometime later, so he died because of that. Yikes. And then, I guess there's an airfield close by, and so many airmen would come to the inn to drink mm-hmm. um, and sit in the chair, and it said that if any airmen did, then they would not return home from war, uh, which happened for a few. Um, but strangest of all was a chimney sweep. 
<laughs> Chim Chimney. Aw. Sweep. Um, who sat in the chair one evening uh, while drinking. He left at some hour of the like late, late night, early morning, mm-hmm. but didn't get very far. He was actually found hanging from a gate post next to the like the the mock um busby gibbet that was located next to the inn so like they had like created like a fake one yeah. to kind of get the story going yeah. and he was found hanging next to it Ooh, okay um, that's the weirdest that's horrifying all of the other ones could be horrifying coincidences because mm-hmm. they're all like fell through a roof that's the risk of being a roofer Right. Uh, died in a car crash. That's the risk of die uh, of, of driving, driving cars. cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the other one? Um, not returning from war because oh. they're airmen. <laughs> well, that's the well, risk of being in war. <laughs> in war, done. <laughs> um, but this one is weird. Yeah. I right? was expecting like fell down a chimney. No, no, no. <laughs> like fell off. A Didn't roof. even make it home to his chimney. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. It's horrifying. Yeah. So even well into the seventies, locals were actually super fearful of this curse. The nineteen seventies. So, the nineteen seventies. Oh. Yeah. So two young airmen sat in the inn one night, daring each other to sit on the chair, oh. and eventually one of them caved and just like, just like boop, just like bopped his butt on it for like a second. Uh huh. Um, and then on the way back to the field, they both died in a car accident. There was a car accident and they both died. Oh my god. I know, right? Just get rid of the stool. That's <laughs> what I'm saying here. <laughs> like, come on. Just, like, put it somewhere where they can't, no one can sit on. Well, that's. It's, it's all right. Burn it. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it there, in the It's river. not like he, he was like, if you, you can't get rid of this or else I'll kill all of you. Right? He's you just know. like, don't sit in it. Yeah. But, um. It's not, like, it's, I mean, this This is all very similar and reminding me of the curses um, that, like, Annabelle the doll supposedly mm. put on people mm-hmm. who mocked her. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that is different because, like, that is a setting where they're specifically, like, do not do this. All of these things in this in this entire room are haunted. Right. Like, so you go in knowing that. <laughs> this is just a bar. Yeah. It's just with a, with a chair in the corner. Like, yeah. it's, oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. I don't... I love it. So, <laughs> so after that specific incident with the two airmen, mm-hmm. um, the owner actually had had enough of all of this. Good. Good for him. Um, or this specific owner. It's not the same owner over, like, three hundred years. We get it. <laughs> That's um, weird. Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> Curse. So then the owner took the chair to a local museum and told them to display it up super high mm-hmm. and don't let anyone sit on it. Mm-hmm. And so to this day, you can actually go to the Thirsk Museum, mm-hmm. and you can see the chair. It's mounted really, really high up, um, kind of from the ceiling, so you can't sit on it. Yeah. Um, and then it says apparently no one is allowed to sit on it, no matter how much they offer for the thrill, uh, which I love. Um, <laughs> so unfortunately, though, there has been some... Some idea that this is not completely true, which I mean, with with everything that we hear, whatever. I mean, <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> um, but a furniture historian actually examined the chair and found um, that it had machine turned spindles. So made at IKEA. Yes. Yeah, five years old. No, so it had machine turned spindles on it, um, oh. and during that time. Um, so, like, the early 1700s, when it was supposed to have taken place, then they would have been using a a pole lathe, which is actually powered by your foot, mm-hmm. uh, moving it around. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> didn't have any machine. Right. They didn't have, like, huge things thing no. like that. No. Yeah. So, the, the furniture historian actually dated it to about 1840, which is 138 years after Busby's execution. Ooh. So, that's mm, a little weird. Mm. And then some people who are really, really, really trying to make this curse work, they're mm-hmm. like, well, maybe it's not just the chair, but, like, the location of where the chair <laughs> was, like, his favorite spot. No. And I was like, no, no, no. The whole thing is is that it was his favorite chair. Yeah, but then also the delivery man sat in it in the basement. Yeah. And he got killed. And he died. Well, he died. Yeah. He didn't get killed. He died. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, hmm. But anyway, so apparently some other people have actually said that they've seen Busby himself um, as, like, a dark shadow 
in the the building, so the building might also be haunted by him. Is he a dark shadow because he's evil or because he's covered in tar? Uh, both. <laughs> Sick. Mostly the evil part, though. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's that's it. That's Busby's stoop. Oh. You know, that dick. Yeah. So anyway. I guess that's our <laughs> that's our podcast about curses. Yeah. Don't get one put on you. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you hear about a curse, don't. Mm. Don't mess with it. Don't bother. You know, yeah. don't be an asshole about it. <laughs> don't sit in the chair. Don't move the skull for yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just be smart. Mm-hmm. Use your common sense. <laughs> don't tempt fate. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Anyway, so make sure to check out our Instagram. Uh, next week we will be up north, so mm-hmm. we'll be doing a very special episode. Um that might come out a little later than usual, but it'll yeah. be really <laughs> it'll be a really fun time. We're gonna have um, a few of our friends pop on yeah. as little guest appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, so check out check that out next week. Mm-hmm. Get excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we also have our Patreon, yeah, which is still live. Yes, will always be live. It's, it'll be there forever, forever, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I can't imagine closing it. Yeah, so if you think this podcast is worth even a dollar, check it out. Mm-hmm. Yep, we have <laughs> we have we have we have fun little things, uh, exclusive little things. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, we will not have a poll this week for next week's theme. Correct. So don't look for that because it's not going to be there. <laughs> don't get your hopes high for it because it's not happening. Yeah, give yourselves a voting break. <laughs> Rest your finger. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I guess this is where we say see you later, ghouls and boys. Bye. Bye. I don't know. (laughs) Definitely cut that out. (laughs) Don't don't put it at the end. I might. Don't do it. Yum, yum, yum. Don't do it. (laughs) Whoop, 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 wh